Hey, and welcome to a whole new season of 22 Minutes of Transformation. Myself, Sean Patrick, and my co-host, Karen Mills-Alston, will take you through another 22 questions that will transform the way you think about spirituality, creativity, and everything in between. We welcome you to this whole new adventure. Hey there, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of 22 Minutes of Transformation. I'm Sean Patrick, and I'm here with... Karen Mills-Alston. How's it going today, Karen? Well, you know, it's so interesting because I was just asked that question. <laughs> I, it's so interesting as human beings, we want to, I want to say, everything's great. Everything's wonderful. Because that's the truth with a capital T. And the answer to that question really is, is that I am moving through a transformation, mm-hmm. which is really, really wonderful. Now, when I say that, most people, I mean, I think that that's an interesting comment, but we are we check in with people. How's everything going? Or oh, everything's great. or uh, and, and that's the expectation as opposed to, I'm really moving through some stuff. I'm, yeah. something, is, something is happening through me. People don't want to hear that. And, and that really is the truth of how we are. I love the dance of truth with a capital T and truth with a small t. I really think you know that yes. it, that is like gorgeous alchemy right there. Because I know sometimes I ask you that question and you say, "I'm great, grand, and glorious," which, like yes. you said, it's true. You know, it's true. But also, there's the truth with a small t about what is happening in our in our human experience in our limited brain you know limited understanding and that's all very real and like i said i i think it's such a disservice to all spiritual or positive psychology practice to to not honor the the dance of the emotion so let's let's go with how are we both doing today we're moving through some stuff yeah yeah And, and it's good because if we didn't have this stuff that we're moving through, then we don't have, we are not participating in mm-hmm. an opportunity to grow and expand. Yeah. And that's really powerful. I was just listening to someone who was talking about, you know, we've heard it, the, the, uh, the coal needs the pressure to turn into a diamond, right? Yeah. So this person was talking about, was equating this pressure being the contrast that we have to experience to choose to expand, to grow, to be higher, deeper, and wider. You know, you know I think growing and expanding gets to be our way of saying blessed and favored, because you know we don't like blessed and favored. How are we doing <laughs> blessed and favored? We, we don't like that, but I do like that we can say, how are you doing growing and expanding? How are you doing? That's good. I'm going to start using that yeah, one. I, yeah. I like that too. I like that too. And it, it reminds us that that's what we're doing. And we're still answering the question. And isn't that what life is? And if we, um, if we are practicing what we are practicing, meaning uh, becoming consciously aware of what's happening in our lives, knowing that everything is for us, then we yeah. can say that very authentically. Mm-hmm. We can. I'm growing, expanding. 
because that's what we're doing. Well, this is so good. Our entire question today could have been, how are you? But it's not. (laughs) (laughs) But it's it's not. But that is actually a good topic for another time. But what is today's question? The question is, what is the next great version of you? You know, I love that you've used the word great and not best. That's the first thing that comes to my mind. Uh, Because I do think uh, we can be a great version of ourselves in so many ways. And to remove that burden of being your best self, which is something Mm -hmm. that is pushed a lot, I think is really beautiful. So even just the wording of that question, I find so downstream. What yes, is the next right. great version of you? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And and I love, yeah, I love that because there is a, we know that that which is emerging, no matter how it feels, is always great. Because yes. I believe it's the presence wanting to express fully as me, as me. And that word great, it changes because yeah. it there's an opportunity always to go to the next version of ourselves, the next expanded awareness of ourselves, and that's always great. That's yeah. always great. And also looking at the phases of people's lives, um, I've seen it so it's happened, happening so much to me now. I'm in my early 30s, and so many of my friends are having, having kids. Mm-hmm. And I think their current great version of themselves is – is being a, um, a mother, you know, and the careers, like the career goals they had before aren't currently as important to them. And, and I think to myself, how great. And once again, I, that's why I love the fact you've used the words great and not best, because for me, what is the best version of you all of a sudden in my mind, that leads me to thinking, well, it's the person who is up at 6am, is at the gym, who's raising two kids, who's holding down a CEO job, who's cooking dinner. And I'm like, no, I, I don't want that old school self-help in my mind. Yeah. I just want to be the greatest version of who I'm showing up as right now. Yeah. And best sounds limited to me. It, oh, okay. Yes. Um, and great feels like this is where I am right now. And I get to experience that which I get to experience because I'm open and available right now. So to use your example of um, being your friends having, having kids, um, right now they get to be the greatest mother, father, um, whatever that is, um, right, right here and right now. Because there's something within that. When we, when we are, um, when we hold certain responsibilities, uh, remember our kids are the opportunity. And whether, whether we've had kids physically or not, whether we are, are uh, even if we are experiencing this as godparents or as aunts or uncles or whatever that is, there's an opportunity for us to, experience the gift, experience the gift of raising, contributing to something else that allows us to grow and expand. There's always an opportunity in the midst of everything. So yes, the next 
great version of ourselves gets to be everything and we get to allow it and welcome it. So this might be a tad controversial, but chatting about next great version of ourselves and um, growing and expanding, um, what do you think of this current topic of cancel culture? Well, yeah, yeah. And, And we don't know. And I think there's always an opportunity to check in with that person to see if that person has has changed at all yeah to because we can think about this remember in this this spiritual growth we're not the same person we were yesterday absolutely so um how do we and you know i think about all the judgment that goes on with individuals and i know that there are people who have done and said some horrific things and I think that there's also an opportunity to have a conversation with that person to see if that person has um, has 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 seen the light. Yeah, you know, the person that comes in uh, to mind is Joe Biden. You know, Joe Biden is a 78 year old man who, in his day, was the the time was very different relative to how he dealt with women, we'll say women lobbyists or women heads of companies or something like that. So if we're talking about him operating in the in the 70s, for example, it's very different from where it is right now. Yes. He was able to, during the campaign, he was able to be, he was shown how he showed up and he got it. He yeah. understood. Now, the good thing about him was that he, um, because of who he is, he did not go into the depths of uh, of the ignorance that some men were in in those times. Yeah. So he was able to survive and to move forward with and to change, to be reminded of where we are right now. And so he was open and available to that. There are some men who were, and, and women too, because women, we, it just, it's just not one, one-sided. So to take the responsibility is important. Yeah. And I think that that is so, and that's a huge part of growing and expanding, which we spoke about at the beginning and, you know, saying, I get it. It was wrong. I was ignorant at the time. I didn't know better. It was awful. Yes. And I'm sorry. And yes. Geez, I hate, I mean, I hate to bring up the Trump word, but looking back to that that t- that tape about, you know, we spoke about what he would do to women. And yes. he was like, it was locker room talk. It was locker room talk. Do you know what would have fed so much better? I get it. That was a wrong thing to, thing to say. Right. I'm embarrassed. Right. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And I commit that I'm not going to talk like that anymore. Yes. Um, yes. The comedian Sarah Silverman, she recently did a video, which I love. She hosted the... It was one of the MTV Awards back in 2007, which doesn't seem that long ago, and it still was a whole different time. Yes. And she did this video because her whole monologue of jokes at the time was ripping Paris Hilton to shreds for, you know, um, being a slut. She was going to prison because of her disorderly behavior, and the whole thing was like this character assassination. Mm-hmm. And I remember at the time 
that was that was funny like that that's what comedians did they they picked somebody yeah. in the room and they humiliated them now yeah. in 2021 you look back at that and you think what and even sarah silverman did this video where she said this is my apology to paris like it wasn't cool it was the humor i was taught to do at the time and she just articulated it really well and that's just an example of someone who has said i get it it was wrong I'm sorry. Yes. Um, sorry doesn't always cut it, but it right. sure cuts something. It sure right. cuts something. Yeah. Yes. And you know how wonderful this was for her to pull this out. Yeah. Uh, this is 2007. Nobody's talking about this, but she knows yeah. how she has grown and expanded. And we don't do that stuff. We don't do that stuff anymore. Yeah. I know that in my own life, I... There is a time when I would purge on someone. I would ball them out. I'd tell them exactly yeah. how I felt about somebody. I don't do that stuff anymore um, because I'm a different I'm a different person. Yeah. And if someone were to bring that up, I mean, you know, it's been probably oh gosh, ten or fifteen years now. But I, I I'm feeling my body right now as I'm thinking of that person that I was then. And how I have evolved and how conscious I am right now. And I'm almost tearful that that's the way I was. And, yeah. and I'm hearing these words, forgive them. They know not what they do. Forgive me. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. It. So we get to forgive ourselves. That's the first, that's the first thing that has to happen. Right. And then, and, and maybe it, either before or after that, we take responsibility. Yeah. You know, I love, I always have loved the song, Amazing Grace. Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. It doesn't say that saved someone great like me. It didn't say that saved this perfect person like me because you didn't get to your spiritual path by having it all figured out. You probably got there through some unfortunate, unhappy and moments you'd rather forget mm -hmm. but that's mm -hmm. where and that's why i've always just loved that song that says you know i want once was lost but now i'm found it is about that transit it is about that transition and i think i really i speak yes. to that in my book a lot too it's my own personal journey of you know lost to found that is the spiritual journey we take so i was just really yeah even when we sing that song like when it is sung at agape we we change that word wretch because and we we might use the word um, soul uh, because we don't even want to identify ourselves. That's not the truth of our beingness. We're not a wretch. We are. And then the continuation of those words: "I was lost and now I'm found." That's the truth. Yeah. So the um, so that's another thing that we have that has happened in so many years now is that we are really paying attention to the words that we are using like never before. We're, yeah. we're really knowing that there is a, cause it, it goes around. What do we say to ourselves about ourselves? What do we say about other people? How, what words are we using? That's why um, Sarah was very mindful about how she was speaking about Paris Hilton those years yeah. ago. And now I'm sure that in her comedy, 
She's not doing that anymore because it's a low vibration. And because she stepped in to the next great version of herself. Yes. Yes. And that's why, and I remember, I think it's Kevin Hart, forgive me if I'm wrong, but Kevin Hart, the comedian, was meant to host the Oscars a couple years ago. And because of a alleged, I'm not going to say alleged, because of a homophobic tweet he put out years before, he, um, he was fired or he was forced to step down, et cetera. Yes. And I mean, I'm a gay man. So on one hand, I understand it. And on the other hand, I think, but I, but that was, I don't, oh God, it's, it's tough to talk about. But on the other hand, I'm like, that was a long time ago. I don't believe he goes around his life actively hurting gay men. And do I think it should have cost him this opportunity? I mean, at the time, and I'm even a gay man. And I thought, no. And yeah. Right. Had it been a, had it been a tweet he sent the day before, different story. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is this notion of we're always growing and expanding, and and yes. how yeah, and how yeah, how long can we be held accountable for what happened in the past? But that that's not our topic today because that's we'll let the world figure that one out. Right. Um, yeah, <laughs> but we do always get to know we're moving into the the next great version of ourselves. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, very, very exciting. I love this feeling of stepping into the new. And the good thing about it is your point of power is always now. I'm a really strong believer in that. You know, when I work with therapists or coaches and and I really believe in all that work of, you know, going through your past and your family for healing, I believe in that completely. And now is your point of power to make it different so yes. it's healing and it's moving forward it's healing yes. and it's moving forward um, and remember we can only do this for ourselves so to call somebody out um and and i know that there have been some big stories that um uh, where people have called individuals out because they have been they've been um they've been hurt in a certain way. They've been taken advantage of in a certain way, particularly women. Um, So um, we get to do our own work and there is work that we get to do that is for the collective healing. So when we talk about, um, uh, when we talk about somebody like Kevin Hart who called himself out, uh, is really important, and and I'm wondering if he had allowed the himself if he had said yes to the the hosting, and he could have done establish a platform for himself right then and there on the on on that particularly um, powerful hosting opportunity. Yeah. It could have been a wonderful platform, but he wasn't ready for it. Yeah, he just wasn't ready for it. It's so interesting. And like I said, I don't believe I have all the answers. There's definitely certain things that I don't find as forgivable as something said, specifically there's actions and there's people that I'm, there's people I'm obviously not mentioning who have, you know, sexually assaulted women, et cetera. And (laughs) I'm not as easy to say, oh, they once were lost, but now they're found. And that's our growing edge, isn't it? Yes, yes, because we've talked about this so many times. There are horrific things that, that have been done. And if we do not deal on an individual level with our own anger and our own unforgiveness, 
then we become the victim truly. It eats at us. So what I say is, you know, the world says I'm going to forgive, but I'm not going to forget. What I say is that forgiveness is forgetting, but it's not that simple. It's doing the work so that we can love again, so that we can love again. And I don't want it to sound airy-fairy. I don't want it to sound that way. And there is deep work for so many so many of us to do. You know, I saw a book yesterday and I took a picture of it. I wish I could say who the author was, but it was called... I think you'll find it's a bit more complicated than that. And I just loved that title so much because yeah. like you said, like we we love to have these conversations. It's what we do. It's what we live our lives by. The the truth with a capital T of a spiritual reality in our lives. And exactly as you said, not wanting to sound airy-fairy, I'm very mm-hmm. aware there is nuance and so much more to it sometimes and and i still get to move forward in a great version of myself it's it's not one or the other this is what i'm this is what i'm coming to learn i've spent a lot of time trying to decide between one or the other sometimes it's both yes absolutely absolutely my partner's a therapist and he really teaches me that where not everything is one or the other. Sometimes it's both. And I know when I've mm. had conversations with my family about childhood where I've been saying that experience was awful and another family member is saying, no, that experience was great. I'm like, yes. well, maybe it wasn't entirely one or the other. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I actually think that's a really great um, feeling to lean into, especially when it comes to this notion of forgiveness. My next great version of myself is very forgiving. The yes. situation wasn't one or the other in some mm-hmm. cases, and that that can be healing. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So my conclusion of this chat is my the next great version of me is loving and forgiving. That's what I'm going to say. Oh, what's your, what's your takeaway? Really, oh... The next great version of myself is to remember that I'm always supported and loved because that's the nature of this presence, this indwelling presence. Mm. I get to remember that I'm always supported and loved no matter what it looks like in the world. Yeah, always. Well, Karen, thank you so much for another transformational conversation. We're back every Monday. Subscribe. And we look forward to spending this time with you. So much love, Karen. Thank you. Yes. Blessings and love.